Good afternoon, everybody. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. Team capsules as we head into the season. And uh, AFC East, it's New England Patriot time, Wiz. And uh, kind of interesting, Wiz, it was in the news today. Uh, one of the reporters that spends a lot of time around the New England Patriots. And I took a look at the, sketch, uh, at the, the record of the New England Patriots since Tom Brady has left. It's 25 and 25 for Bill Belichick, and uh, maybe a little bit of a hot seat for Mr. Belichick in New England, Wiz. Yeah, that's the latest stuff that's come out. The owner isn't uh, happy with some of his decision making, and uh, last year was a debacle. What they uh, what they did out of offensive coordinator Bill O'Brien comes in, hopefully try and turn things around, and uh, I guess let's start off right at the top. I mean, I ask you, is Mac Jones anything more than? quarterback two in your view uh is there any format where you would trust mac jones to be your starting quarterback leaving a draft uh, none whatsoever was um bradley zappy uh continues to kind of get in the news it was a part of the situation last year i think um well first off l- l- we, we've talked about this matt, matt patricia belongs on one place on a football team and that's around the defense, and somehow he got a head coaching job out of it. That was a disaster in Detroit. Somehow they put him around the offense last year. It was even a bigger disaster. Add to that that Joe Judge was also there, uh, another numbskull of an offensive guy. Uh, And, you know, it really hurt and regressed um, any kind of improvement that we could possibly have seen in Mac Jones. He took a humongous step back. I hated the way he carried himself on the field. A lot of pissing and moaning, a lot of... And how much stuff got made up is hard to say, but, uh, you know, just the facial grimaces for a guy that really hadn't done anything in the league is not something that's super endearing to me. As a rookie, he had a great year, right? 3,800 yards, 23 touchdowns, uh, didn't turn the ball over all that much, and then last year, um, you know, completely antithesis of, uh, of that uh, He, you know, 65% completions and f- only 14 touchdowns with 11 interceptions. So it was not a pretty season last year for Mac Jones. So no is the answer. I would not draft him as a quarterback one. Uh, and, you know, there's some thought there. It may not, may, may not even be the starting quarterback come September in New England. Uh, I think that's kind of a reach, but stranger things have happened, Wiz. Yeah, I think, you know, it leads us to the only player on the Patriots offense that be – confident in drafting as a starter in your team, and that's Ramondre Stevenson, who's a terrific player. He does it all. Um, he's a workhorse guy, can catch the ball, run. Uh, he, you know, he's, he's a terrific player. And uh, when you look at the rest of that Patriots offense, depending on what your situation is at wide receiver with Juju Smith-Schuston, we'll get to that. Ramondre Stevenson, just looking at this offense, is the only player where I'd say, okay, this is a player that I'm seeking out to get in a fantasy football draft. The others are either a hard no or maybe ifs, but um, I'm all in on Ramondre Stevenson. I'm not adding much. He's a terrific player. He's probably somewhere between 10 and 12 uh, at the running back position in terms of fantasy. But after that, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's some difficult sledding as far as fantasy football offense for the Patriots. Look, here's the thing. He averaged five yards a carry last year, and he caught 69 balls, and Damian Harris is not there anymore. So 
all of your reasoning, you, you could make the argument that Ramondre Stevenson may even be higher than kind of 10, 12. If you want to, if you want to kind of push top seven, I think there's a distinct possibility that that could be the case. He holds on to the ball. Generally speaking, he's a big guy. He's almost 250 pounds. Um, but you know, I think he's got the opportunity uh, to do a hell of a lot in this offense with. So I completely agree with you. I know you've talked a little bit about Pierre strong and he looks like he's the guy that's going to kind of maybe dip into that pass catch total. I mean, I know they bring up Ty Montgomery. I really don't want to hear that Wiz, because I mean, Ty Montgomery is really on an age at this point in time and definitely cannot stay on the field. Uh, and Kevin Harris is also on this roster, but to me, I, I could you could make the argument and push me to think that you know Ramondre Stevenson could be top five, top seven at running back, um, depending on how things shake out. Yeah, the only thing that's not making me go there, and I hear you, I hear you. He's a terrific player, but the only thing that's not making me there is there are comparable players that are just going to be in that red zone so much more than the Patriots are. That's the only thing that's stopping me from putting Ramondre Stevenson where you're saying he could be, it's certainly not placed on, it's not on the ability, but there are players that are kind of in that range where you just feel, man, you know, who's going to be inside the 20 more often, the Patriots of this team or the Patriots of that team. And uh, that's the only thing that's holding me back as far as putting Stevenson where you're talking about. But in terms of talent, there's no disputing that. Going to the wide receiver team, I mean, I guess Juju Smith-Schuster is going to kind of play the role that Jacoby Myers played, and he's going to get a decent amount of targets and a decent amount of receptions, but I have no level of confidence in him more than a wide receiver three at best. I mean, that's his ceiling as far as I'm concerned in this Patriots offense. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see Tyquan Thornton to see if he could take that next step up. Um, we know Devontae Parker is just not going to be on the field that much. Kendrick Bourne, I mean, the rest of it is just, I don't know if you have anything insightful to add there. I don't, um, but, uh, you know, it's either Juju Smith-Schuster or nothing for me as far as fantasy wide receivers uh, that are on the Patriots. Yeah, I'd, I'd say on the surface is a lot of, uh, to coin a term that you've used before, a lot of vanilla pancakes on this uh, receiving court where – Nobody's really getting down the field all that much. Uh, I think Devontae Parker's the only guy that had over 15 yards of catch. Everybody's kind of around that 10, 12 yards of catch type of guy. Uh, first of all, that kind of fits into Mac Jones' skill set and the way the offense was run last year. You know, whether he can be protected better and the, and the offense could run better under O'Brien uh, is something that we're all going to be looking for. Uh, I, I think Juju is a good candidate to be the number one receiver here. No wide receiver or tight end in this offense had over 100 targets, Wiz, so they really spread things out quite a bit. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess we're, we're all a little bit battle-scarred from what transpired last year with this offense, and it was hard to look at. This was a bottom bottom quartile offense in the NFL last year, and it needs to make significant improvement uh, to contend in this division and in this conference. Yeah, I mean, I think the ceiling for Juju Smith-Schuster is maybe – 75, 80 catches, and, you know, that would probably put him right in the, in the range that I talked about. But, you know, I could just see the ball being spread out enough. And the Patriots are another one of these teams that are going to be playing 12 personnel a lot. They have two 
decent tight ends, and they're both decent enough to kind of remove each other from being in the equation as far as fantasy football starters. I'm talking about Hunter Henry, uh, Hunter Henry and Mike Isecki. Um, you know, they're, they're both they're both good players, uh, but they're going to cancel each other out. And for me to consider either one of those tight ends as more than a streaming option for one week, uh, you know, you never want to see injuries of any kind, but I don't know if you feel differently, but something would happen to have something would have to happen to one of those tight ends to make the other one really relevant in terms of fantasy football. What is kind of funny was, and I'm not suggest. I mean, the talent is obviously not the same. So the last time that O'Brien was an offense coordinator in the NFL was 2011. Uh, he had Rob Gronkowski and he had Aaron Hernandez, and the two guys produced, I think, the most productive season in terms of statistics for tight ends in NFL history. <laughs> now, I'm not suggesting that Mike Kosicki and Hunter Henry are going to go out and do the same, but, you know, you remember that offense, and, and it all ran through those two guys. I mean, they were dominating that season. Yeah, no, I, I do remember that, but uh, we're um, no, no, I'm talking gonna... about this coming season. Uh, I don't know. Do you have a preference either one? Is there any way that you would draft either one? My preference, so so they're they're kind of different receivers, but you know, for a long time, I you know, look at what Gasicki did in in um, in Mac Jones's rookie year, right? He he had a very big season in terms of touchdown production. Uh, I think he, Henry. Uh, what's well, Hunter Henry? Yeah, I think he had like ten or eleven touchdowns in twenty twenty one, if I'm not mistaken. Last year, he kind of tailed off. Gasicki is very athletic and kind of get down the seam a little bit better. I just think that you're going to see both of those players productive in this offense. And I, I think this is an offense, as we've seen historically, I think, with the Patriots, that's going to be very difficult to predict game in and game out who is going to be the guy that you're going to lean on. You know, that, I saw, and this year will be different at the running back position, but certainly at receiver, I think there's games that you're going to see differing, differing contributions from that. And I would say that's going to be the same thing at tight end. So I'm not sure I, if you, if you forced me to make a decision, I probably just given the history lean to Henry. Henry. Righty. And uh, the defense, another rock solid defense. And, uh, you know, it's just a shame that you got to play the dolphins and, and bills a combined four times and Aaron Rodgers and the jets That's six, what could be six tough games, but their their defense should be drafted. Chad Ryland, I think, is is unseating uh, Nick Folk, even though Nick Folk has been terrific, especially with the long fields these last couple of years. But it looks like Chad Ryland and uh, the Patriots defense, and uh, I can imagine that I'll be having, uh, you know, the Patriots defense or Ryland. Uh, on one of my teams this year, I wouldn't be against that. Uh, what say you? Yeah, Patriot defense is 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 you know as long as Belichick's around, they, 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 even though a, a couple of key names, uh, you know, the other McCourty twin retired this year, but um, yeah, I think I think the Patriots. You know, the problem is this is the Patriot defense is not playing against the same saps in this division that they did for many years, right? They, they, now now you're going against three much more potent offenses. So and knowing that your team may not be as potent on offense. I'm, I don't know if I'm as keen as, uh, you know, I, you know Howie Z, uh, to mention a name, gets giddy like a schoolgirl whenever the the uh, Patriots defense comes up in drafts. I'm not sure it's the same situation as it was 10 years ago, though. Is I agree with that. But, you know, the Dolphins were great offensively last year, and 
the Bills are always good, and the Jets will be much better. But, you know, the Patriots are still good last year. I guess they'll be a good streaming option and certainly some spot plays that you could start them with. Oh, no, uh, yeah, no, no, I don't play. disagree. Let me, they're, let me, they're, they're, they're always sound on defense for sure. Yeah, no, but now just on the kicking, are both guys actually is, – is I'm, I'm confused. I know they drafted Ryland, but isn't Fold Folk still there? Yeah, I think he's still there. I think, you know, they're going to probably let – Folk kicks some in the preseason and make sure he signs with somebody else. They'll probably do that for him. Um, but I think Ryland is, uh, you know, going to take over. That's uh, what all accounts are. There. Yeah, because there's a few teams out there. Like, I'm looking at the Cowboys, right? The Cowboys don't have a kicker right now, right? Like, I mean, they got that tall dude that used to – what the heck was his name? Uh, yeah, the Cowboys are waiting. Um, they're probably going to wait to uh, – See what happens with Folk. For yeah, sure. that's the only. I mean, I, I'm just saying, like you know, there are a few teams that are going to need some. Folk has been remarkably consistent and in, kicking in tough conditions for a couple of years in a row, uh, and not also not afraid to be trotted out for the long ones. All right, so we saved the uh, most exciting, the uh, New York Football Jets, for last in this division. That is correct. All right, so Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcasts. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. And uh, yeah, as Wiz said. Uh, the hard knock kids, even though they're fighting that tooth and nail, but uh, they got no choice because they have to. So anyway, next up, New York Jets. Well done, Wiz, and speak to you in a bit. You got it.